There we go. There we go. I'm not rolling in your there ears anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not deaf anymore. <laughs> and this is why you do a test before. <laughs> is it acceptable that I have a glass of wine while we go for it? Yes, quite right. I love wine. <laughs> oh, I'm with you there. It's the best. Hello and welcome to the Dishing It podcast, the place to be for all things food and drink in Aberdeen, Aberdeenshire and wider Scotland. So I'm back for a second series and what a series I have for you. It's been a busy few months here at Foodtuber HQ, but that hasn't stopped me meeting with eight food fueled local brands and content creators from across Aberdeen and Aberdeenshire. On this series, I've switched the format a bit to give guests the power to pause time and travel anywhere in Scotland to create their dream food safari. What a power that is. And in that safari is their top picks to dine for starter, main and dessert, or breakfast, lunch and dinner if they so choose. And what a portfolio they've created. First up is Kendall from Simply Donuts, whose donut empire has excelled over the past year. I couldn't wait to catch up with her to talk all things sweet treats, starting up a dream business. And I was really interested to know the challenges that come with keeping up a brand that people can't get enough of. She was an absolute joy to record with, and I know you will smile from ear to ear during this chat, much like I did. So I'll get things started and I'll see you at the end. Enjoy. Okay, the apron is off and the headphones are on as the queen of donut royalty joins me for this episode of Dishing It. Kendall, welcome to the podcast. She stood with her hands on her face. <laughs> I'll be nice, don't worry. <laughs> what an intro. Thanks for having me. <laughs> you went from a, 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 a normal shade to a, quite, a, a, quite a shade of pink now, sorry. <laughs> and maybe it's the wine. Are you all good? I'm all good. Yeah. Oh, good. Busy day of donut making. It was a busy day. Yeah. A really busy day. So I think when it's back to back donuts, it tends to be busy in the morning. And then I'm like, okay, I have a little bit of a break and then on to prepping for the next day. So, but I'm done now. Done <laughs> I'm now done for relax. the day now. Yes. You've got your red wine at the ready and you're ready for a, a nice old food chat. The best. Absolutely. Great. <laughs> So it's been well documented uh, on the podcast and in my general life, how long it's taken me to get my hands on some donuts. <laughs> and I finally managed to a few weeks ago, literally, and they did not disappoint and they were worth oh, the God. wait, even though Thank it you. was like it was over a year. But it's fantastic <laughs> to see that you're still selling out so quickly and people yeah. love the donuts. It's absolutely fantastic. So anyone listening, if you haven't tried them yet, get them in your basket. I mean, Kendall might have a melt that they've just got more donuts to make and more people coming to the website, but she'll love it all the same, I'm sure. Um, but for those who are listening who maybe haven't heard about Simply Donuts, do you want to fill us all in? Um, I mean, the, the name I feel like says it all, but um, just, just donuts. It's just kind of a, I don't know, just a happy place just to have, I don't know, just a sweet treat, donuts. just to bring a smile yeah. to your face. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I think that's kind of where it all comes from is just the joy of feeding people. And, you know, I feed my family all the time and, um, that's kind of where you hang out as a family or just as friends, it's around food and in the kitchen and stuff. And so it, it kind of was just a natural progression out of that, that I would end up feeding other people, <laughs> um, yeah. and just finding such joy in that. So, Amazing. Yeah. And you do small batches of donuts. I do yeah. so I call them gourmet donuts whether gourmet they donuts. are or not I don't know but they that's definitely what I are call them. <laughs> they definitely are 
Kathleen Gourmet. They're fantastic. And Kendall's based in Aberdeen. She um, is based on the Donmouth, which has a fantastic view. You must see some seals in the morning. Do you? We do. Yes. Yeah, I, I tend to, I don't go down to the beach nearly as much as I should. You know, it's when you live in a place where it, you know, everyone else is the tourist you area. Yeah. yeah. And so then, but then whenever I do go down there, I'm just like, why don't I come down here more? But I was down there the other day and there was a seal that was following me as I was walking down the beach. And oh. of course, when I tried to take a photo, it disappeared, but, yeah. but yes. <laughs> it was all a dream. <laughs> all <was>. a dream. <laughs> so um, how did Simply Donuts all come about? How did it all start for you? So it was really just a fluke. Um, one of my friends that I knew from uni in the States, um, she also loves baking and loves cooking and, and whatnot. And so she had posted on Instagram one day um, about some donuts that she made. And I was like, oh my gosh, I really need to try making that. I've never done that before. And this was, oh gosh, when was this? I don't know, 2019, um, the very beginning of the year. And I just decided to make some and it was a success on the first try. I will tell you that I have had some very unsuccessful batches, but that first one was just like beginner's luck. <laughs> I was like, this is amazing. It was meant to be. It was. It was. <laughs> and so then after that, and that was just um, regular donuts. And then after that, in a Bible study group that I was part of, where we would bring food every night um, to our meetings, I would always typically be in charge of desserts. And so I was like, well, we have a vegan in the group. So most of it had to be vegan desserts, which was great because it really pushed my repertoire of cooking and baking. Um, and so I was like, you know what, let's just try vegan donuts. And so, um, and so that's what I did. I made donuts for that group. They loved them. And then I'm like, you know what, there's not really a lot of donut places around here. So why not just sell them? <laughs> And that's just literally where it, um, where it began. It wasn't something I had thought about before. I never was planning on being a baker. Um, cause I'm not trained in that at all. Um, and so, yeah, it just kind of was a, yeah, just a fluke. Just grew from there. Situation, yeah. Was it that sort of thing that, I mean, when I remember seeing you come on the scene, I remember there's been this big, massive boom. And everyone was talking about you. Yeah. Was it literally like a boom for you, or was it a kind of slow yeah. burner for a while? And no, I can see the fear in your eyes. You're like, yeah, it was a boom. Oh my it gosh. Was. Yeah, it really, really was. Like when I first started, it was a slow trickle where I was doing like 60 donuts a month, and that was it. Um, and it was over like two weekends. And but it was it was a slow, it was a very slow start for probably about a year to the point where I was like should I even be doing this anymore? Like, this is just going so slow. And, um, and then all of a sudden the pandemic hit <laughs> and everyone wanted to just have comfort food and then it just exploded. And that was, and that was it. So yeah, it was, it was very fast and it was very overwhelming. And I, but like in the best way, but I would have, I would open up ordering and my ordering system was very different to what it is now. And it was just, I would have my glass of wine and just going, okay, this is just going to like trickle through, you know, I'll be here for a while waiting for orders to come in. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh my gosh, I can't keep on top of this. Let's shut this down now. <laughs> 
after like five minutes. And so, yeah, it was very, very sudden. And yeah. it was, it's literally like, I have been on the website, obviously, obviously I tried for about a year, <laughs> but I was, had been on the website and literally, and I mean, I would set reminders of my phone, like the shop opens at 8 p.m. <laughs> you need to be there. So I would get an alarm on saying Simply Donuts opens in like five minutes of being ready. I feel like I was waiting for tickets for like Shania Twain or something. Like I was oh, sitting like waiting, like, oh my God, right. And I'm going to get, going to get like Ticketmaster, like ticking, like the little spindle <laughs> ticking over. And I'm not even joking, like two minutes and they'd all be gone. Like yeah, it was insane. Nice. And it still is like that because I've still like, like I mean, the only time I actually managed to get was because you gave me a tip off because I was going to go to Forest Farm and I was like, I can't wait to get these. I'm going to try after work. And you're like, there's three left on the website. <laughs> oh no, I didn't, didn't come from me. <laughs> but yeah, but I love stuff like that. And I think, um, do you think if the, if the pandemic didn't happen, things would be as it is now? Or do you think it would have been a slow, like you would be where you are now, but it would have just taken longer? You know, I really, I really don't know, obviously, but, um, you know, I, I really believed that I had a product that was worth selling that, you know, I've been self-employed for the past 11 years. And so I, I knew that I had something that was marketable and sellable, um, and something that nobody else was really doing. Yes. There are places that make donuts in Aberdeen. I'm not the only one. Um, but making them in the way that I do or with the flavors that I do, I knew that that was different. And so I feel like eventually it maybe would have taken off, but it just would have been a lot slower of mm -hmm. a burn and maybe to the point where I would have been like, I don't know if I'm doing this anymore, but um, I would love to think that I still would have, but I don't know. But that's obviously know. not how my story is. Mine was one that more took off very quickly. So yeah. Yeah. Although I would like to say that it did take a year just for anyone else who is yeah. like starting businesses and stuff. Like it wasn't just an immediate, you know, putting that product out there. It was a year of learning and just, you know, just slogging through it, um, to where it eventually got to where it is now. So wasn't immediate, but. And it's good. It's good to get, I suppose, to get that year to actually perfect it and get yeah. it how you, so then when it did boom, you were actually ready and you could yeah. yes it was like a massive brain fry but you could cope with it like yeah. you're like right okay I actually know what I'm doing so it's fine mm -hmm. I can make donuts I just have to stay up till eight o'clock the next yeah. day it's fine <laughs> we'll, yeah, we'll it's get fine. through it <laughs> it's fine it's fine it's totally fine who needs sleep um, <laughs> so um what would you say has been your biggest highlight even starting from the very first day you started what, what's been the biggest highlight over from then till now I feel like the cheesy answer is to say just all the people that I've met, but that's yeah. genuinely it. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think, I think one of the other biggest highlights is just because my business really took off during the pandemic and just hearing the feedback of just how much joy it brought. And I don't know if it was maybe the, like <laughs> the game of trying to, order donuts before they all sold out that gave people a highlight each month. I don't know. It was a lockdown, lockdown quiz. <laughs> it was, it was a lockdown activity. And so I don't know, I don't know if that's it, but, um, you know, but I, I just, the feedback I kept getting is that it was just a highlight of people's months 
through it and it gave something, gave people something to look forward to. And so really the highlight has purely been just being able to show up for people month after month and getting to know people and just the chats that I've had on my doorstep as people pick up and um, the other businesses that I've met. And um, so that might be a cheesy answer, but it's the truth. No, it's a good answer. It's no. a good answer. We like the truth as well. We always like the truth. <laughs> and it must be such a nice feeling to obviously have a loyal fan ba- fan base. Mm-hmm customer base <laughs> fans on customers same thing but um it must be nice to have that loyal base but it also must be really nice seeing new people coming each month as well and still being oh well other people are still finding out about me and still wanting because everyone just sh- everyone just shares it so more people see it and it's um it's really nice just it must be such a nice mm-hmm. feeling yeah it is it's very very humbling I I never feel like I deserve this business um, or the people who are constantly buying, I don't feel like I deserve it whatsoever. And so I'm just so humbled by the people who do keep showing up and just all my regulars and then, and just shouting about it from the rooftops. And um, yeah, it's, it's amazing. Definitely. And I do have to ask, I asked, I wondered this when I picked up my donuts. So the bit we pick it from, pick it up from, I should say, better <laughs> Is, is that your original kitchen that you've transformed into your area? Because guys, she's got like, it's like a post office in there. <laughs> it's like a little like pigeonhole system and it's great. And like, I remember like looking and being like, oh God, and I, I, I didn't actually think about that part of it. Like we had a Fat Sparrow Bakery on last series mm. and he had, he obviously cooks it from his kitchen and thinking yeah. about other ways of expanding and whatever. And you yeah. actually, you forget about that part of people who do small batch home baking that yeah. they're they have to actually use their own home (laughs) and sometimes there's not two kitchens. Yeah. hundred percent. It was when I started my business, I was just in my, my kitchen in my house. And, um, but I just would explode all over it and it just wasn't conducive to family life. (laughs) Um, you know, especially having two kids running around and you're like, just don't touch the donuts. (laughs) Don't touch anything. What torture for them. They must be like, what, we don't get any of these. (laughs) No, I sound like a terrible mother, <laughs> but like, just don't touch anything. And so, um, so that was really difficult, but I already had in the front of my house, my office, um, cause I am a photographer. And so this was already my office. And so then again, once the pandemic hit and I took a couple months off from making donuts, we decided to convert it into my kitchen. Um, and so yeah, so this is where I do everything. Although now we've converted the front part of our garage into my like little pop-up donut shop. So starting in uh, tomorrow, <laughs> but whenever and here's the September, um, that'll be my pickup spot. So I'll have like a little donut, little donut shop. Oh, ace. So oh, that'd be so cool. Yeah, that way people don't have to come to my door if I haven't had a chance to like clean after baking and you know I just I don't want people to another stress that. you don't need <laughs> so, another stress exactly you don't need. so I can just kind of close the door and just go out to my garage and that's where people go so oh, yeah that's great <laughs> and so the flavor combinations you have are insane so the the order that I got was the raspberry cream mm. the Nutella and the tomato and shallot <laughs> savory donuts yes holy moly <laughs> like, I just didn't I because I remember when I got and I was like oh savory donut 
yeah I'll give it a try like it's the three yeah. only three I can get I'm gonna I'm gonna get them all like I'm just gonna yeah. sell this one out <laughs> and uh it was my favorite one by far like yeah. I loved them all but it was my favorite one and I never thought I'd like a, I'm a sweet tooth and I was like, oh, okay. amazing where do you take your um inspiration from for your flavors because you have all all sorts of stuff going on I do so my inspiration comes from a whole heap of places so I from the age of 10 I grew up overseas um lived the first 10 years of my life in the states and then after that grew up in different countries and and whatnot and around different cultures and different types of food and so a lot of my inspiration comes from that just um just flavors that I've had in the past things that I've tried things I would love to just infuse into the donuts um I also am a huge fan of cooking shows and just all sorts of food related Netflix series and and whatnot and so a lot of it does come from that where I'll see something and I'm like, oh, I wonder if I could translate that into a donut somehow. Um, there's one that I've not, I've not tried this yet just because the process is a little bit, well, it's not that time consuming. I just haven't done it, but where you grill, <laughs> grill fruit and then put that like in the icing or even just like on the top on some cream. So I would love to do stuff like that, but that all came from a Netflix series on, um, barbecuing (laughs) and so um but yeah so it just comes from all over the place just the places I've lived and the people I've met and um yeah oh amazing and what's your what's your favorite flavor to make do you have one that's really the first one that popped into my head was the toasted almond one Mm -hmm. I I don't know why it's a very like I love marzipan and it just smells really really good (laughs) and it tastes really good so that's the first one that pops into my head that's just kind of one of my like go-to classics but um but I really do like making the savory ones as well that one that you tried that well I say shallot what do you call it shallot shallot yeah I probably say it wrong Uh, I say a lot of words wrong (laughs) I think I just say it the American way (laughs) just butchering it but what's what's the American way of saying it I say shallot 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 sounds a lot better but then we also say shallot too I think it just kind of depends on where in the state you're from yeah what mood you're in yeah (laughs) I said shallot today I'll say shallot so (laughs) that one that you tried um that was only the second ever savory one that I've done and so I really do like doing the savory ones because I think that people don't expect it um which is so weird because a donut it's kind of similar to like a brioche you know Mm -hmm. like it's just a buttery <laughs> dough. Yeah. And so with a, like a little bit of sugar in it. So why not just stick like cheese and oh, great. herbs in it and stuff. So uh, yeah, I do like doing the savory ones. Oh, well. amazing. And I imagine there must be a controversial flavor that you really want to try, but you just don't know how it's going to land. That's a really, that's a really tough one. Because I feel like oftentimes if there's a controversial flavor, I just do it. Yeah, and just see how it goes. And just see how it goes. Like I'm doing it. Yeah, I just stop do it. me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the donut because, police. I, exactly, because at the end of the day, I make what I want to eat and the flavors yeah. that I like, and I feel like I wouldn't, I wouldn't serve something that tasted terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, if there's a flavor that I want to do, I'll just do it. And sometimes I have tried different flavors that just have not worked. 
Um, and at that point, I will not put that out to the public yeah. or I'll, I'll revisit it at a later date. Um, but <laughs> there is one flavor I would love to do. I don't know how I would do it, but um, there is a, an Egyptian spice blend that's called Duca. Mm. And it's made, oh, it's so good, but it's made of um, like just different seeds and nuts and spices and you toast it all up and then you like mortar and pestle it. Um, and then you usually would put it in olive oil and then eat it with like pita bread. Um, and it's just so, so good. Um, if you've never tried it, you need to try it. You can make it yourself. Oh, it's the best. Anyways, and so I would love to do a donut that somehow has that, whether it's a savory donut that you have that you dip into it and then eat it, kind of almost treating it like a pita bread, mm -hmm. um, something like that, or just coating the whole thing in that. I don't know. I don't know, but that's one flavor I have. I like the sound of that one. You definitely have mind. <laughs> if I need a taste tester. I'll Perfect. take it. I'll take it. Wonderful. <laughs> um, and you have a, a long list of collaborations under your belt. What benefits do you think collaboration has brought your business? So as I had mentioned that I am a photographer, that was my first business and I'm still doing that. Um, but the best thing about that was just having friendships within that industry and just, and being able to work together because obviously when you're doing a wedding you often have a second photographer and so having that network of people who are all in the same thing who are all you know going through a lot of the same struggles or have the same like highlights in their business and you know whatnot is just so helpful to go through um or just just any business when you are owning your own business, it's so nice to go through that journey with other people. And so I think with the collaborating, yes, it's amazing to work together on projects and, you know, and put a product out there. That is really fun. But I think the best thing that comes from it is simply just the friendships that evolve from that, knowing that you have somewhere you can turn to if you do have a question or you have a problem in your business or, you know, whatnot that you don't know how to solve or what just having that network of people who can build you up and you can also build them up, um, I think is the best part about collaborating. Yeah, definitely. And I think in Aberdeen just now, something that is a, a theme that always comes up when I'm speaking to people. And yeah, I think the city anyway is getting much better at collaborating and all these little yeah. brands and growing brands are all like collaborating together. It's just really nice mm -hmm. to see. And as you say, it's nice for everyone to build each other up soundboard yeah. bounce ideas off and group together in times of need and struggle and stuff it's great it's really nice yeah to see. for sure and there was um when I first started photography there's um this photographer named Natalie Frank and she had this slogan that she came up with that um has she's pretty much based her business she's moved away from away from photography now but um and it's community over competition and I think that Love that is just I think that's what it needs to be is that at the end of the day, we all have a goal for our businesses. We all have something that we're striving towards. And sometimes the, our products can look similar, but we're all community and that we all have a place. We all have a place in the game. And, um, and so I think that's exactly what collaborating is. It's creating community over competition. That's a good tagline. I love that. She's it is. I hope she copyrated that. <laughs> it's, it's a really good I know. It's so good. 
Maybe that's why she's not doing photography anymore because she's making money off that tag line. Well, she is. She's writing books and she's a speaker. Oh, there we and so, go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That makes sense now. <laughs> um, and I love now that obviously we were catching up um, before we started recording, but you're um, selling your donuts through Figment Coffee and you're providing to um, Forest Farm. You did the gelato and donut thing, which is where yes. I decided first to go over and get them. Um, <laughs> but... Should we expect any any more simply donut stocking around the city? Do you think? Not at the moment. Um, I I've definitely had opportunities for it that I would love to explore, but I am just at capacity. Yeah. I just can't even do any more um, without hiring someone at some point <laughs> to work with me. So um, so for now, it's just the two places. But who knows? Who knows in the future? Who knows what happens? What could happen? Who knows? And that takes me nicely on to the next question I was going to ask. And obviously the support out there has been insane. As you say, you're at capacity with stuff. Does it get really hard to say no when there's so much demand? Like you hear businesses that kind of overstretch themselves because they, they're like, oh yeah, we can do this and we can do that. And people need it. Mm-hmm. So we're going to like either make lots of money or we're going to yeah. get famous or whatever. And it gets really hard to they always say like they sold their soul to the devil and then whatever but do you ever feel you get to a point that you're like no no I need to say no to this one like if someone phones you and says I need 10 donuts for a birthday party yeah no sure Sure. so because I've been in business for so long that is something that I have learned is how to say no I am very um precious with my time and with what I offer. Um, and if something doesn't fit with like the vision of my business or the vision for my family life or just my lifestyle, then I am 100% okay saying no. Um, because at the end of the day, if you're overworked, it's not, it's not going to bring you joy and you start your business because you find joy in something. It's not, you're not doing it I didn't start making donuts to make money, you know? Um, I started making it because it made me happy. It made other people happy and it was just fun. And so the moment that it really starts to impact your life and um, making you stressed out and just anxious all the time and you're like, oh my gosh, I wish I had some type of free time, um, then it's time to say no. And so it's just learning that balance um, that I did, I have learned because of being in business. And so I don't really come up, I don't have that really happen to me anymore. Um, And, you know, that's why I have like a minimum order because then it is worth my time. Um, And I have had to tell quite a few businesses that I just can't, um, even though I would love to, and it breaks my heart to have to say no, but purely because I know that I just would not be able to offer um, my best to them. Yeah. And then it's not worth it for anybody. So definitely. And I think it's, it's such a good learning to take from that. And I know for me, uh, something I, it was actually through lockdown um, you know, all these motivational quotes people share and on, on someone's story they put up and it was, I think it was actually maybe a Vex King. It was like one of those sort of people. And it was um, treat your time like currency 
spend mm. it wisely mm-hmm. and that since I've saw that yeah. I'm just like actually yeah that like is actually so true and I think we're all yeah. guilty of trying to do too much and I'm still bad at it but yeah some people just thrive off it but there does get to a point that as you say you just get stressed out you stop enjoying it and you need to try yeah. and strike a balance and that's something I yeah. still need to learn how to do um yeah. recording this podcast um series is like during a really busy time because I don't know why I bloody decided to but yeah here we are but it's that thing it is so important to take time and just balance it and it's and it's choosing opportunities that come along like at the end of the day opportunities are always going to be there and it's choosing the ones that bring you life um and that you find that you find fulfillment joy and just give you a sense of purpose and if and if when you're answering those questions about an opportunity if your answer is uh it maybe it doesn't then it's probably best to say no and let someone else have that opportunity who maybe that would bring them life. And, you know, so yeah. You need to write a book, write a (laughs) book as well. I know you've not got time, but write a book. (laughs) No, that is, I would love to write a book. That is one of my dreams. I have nothing to say, but I would love to write a book. (laughs) It could be called, it could be called simply life. (laughs) Yeah, there we go. There we go. I'll help you write it. (laughs) there we go we've got we've got another thing to do now <laughs> we'll leave we'll leave that one for another day um so what do you what do you think is next for simply donuts oh gosh um I have no idea I mean I would love to have my own donut shop just put that out there I, that's never been a secret um I would love for that to be the case one day I would love to have a social enterprise with like through that, that, um, helps and helps employ women who just find themselves in unfortunate circumstances and, um, provides an education and just a job and just opportunity. So I would love for that to be the case one day, um, how to go about doing that, not a clue, but I know that, um, when the time is right, I'll, I'll know um so yeah I don't know so for now it's just to kind of continue on grow as much as I can and then um to the point where I'm exploding donuts out of my house and then it's very clear that I probably need a shop (laughs) (laughs) in the words of Natasha Bedingfield the rest is still unwritten exactly that's that's the best way to keep it best way to keep (laughs) it um and do you I mean it could be in the future who knows but do you think you would ever stray into other bakery goods would or would you like to just focus on donuts because that's that's your thing um I'll probably just focus on donuts you know why like why break it if it ain't broke you know like why do something else so I'll walk into your donut shop and you'll have like a slice of lemon. I was like, you said you weren't going to do cake. <laughs> the only thing that I like, and I joke about this, my husband's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, I would love to do salads. <laughs> oh, okay, I didn't think you were going to say that. I know. I just like, I really love a salad that's just like loaded with all the stuff and so I'm like well you could get your healthy salad and then you walk out with a donut and then there's oh my god you could do salads with like little donut croutons 
Oh my gosh. That could be good. That would I mean, be so funny. It'd be really hard to do, I imagine, but it could be so cute. <laughs> well, no, if I have like leftover donuts that I didn't sell, you just chop them up oh. and then bake them into, into croutons. Sustainability, sustainability. <laughs> yeah, food waste. Yeah. See, there we go. <laughs> well, in summary, the future is bright. <laughs> Put it yes. that way. Um, okay, I'm dying to know some baking tips. I mean, I say tips, there's only one thing I'm going to ask you, but I know it'll be good. What is your, what's a baking hack that you swear by? So I think the flax egg is my biggest hack. And every vegan out there is like, well, yeah, duh, that we all know this, but, (laughs) but because my donuts are vegan, sometimes like the toppings and whatnot will not be. Um, but 90% of the time they're vegan. Um, I am not vegan, but I have learned how to translate being able to make any type of baking recipe vegan, which has really come in handy when my kids are demanding pancakes in the morning and I don't have eggs and we don't actually use like real butter anyways, but you know, same with milk. There's only a tiny bit of milk and the recipe calls for buttermilk. And so I'm like, well, I know that I can mix oat milk with lemon juice and make buttermilk. And so, and I can use a flax egg. So flaxseed with water. If you let that sit, it will congeal into like an egg consistency. I didn't even know that was a thing. I've not even heard of that yes. before. Oh, amazing. A flax egg. And so stuff like that has saved me on so many occasions where I'm like, I need to, I don't know, I have bananas that are like going bad and I need to just make them into a banana bread. And so I'm like, well, I don't have anything, but I have flaxseed <laughs> because they go into my donuts. Um, and so I'm like, okay, I can make a vegan banana bread. And so, yeah. So the flax egg, if you can just make that, then you can pretty much make everything. So yeah, everyone basically wise. should get a stock of flaxseed for their house and then they'll yes. be saved. Yes. That's exactly. what we needed for the pandemic. Not all the tins of tomatoes and all the, mm-hmm. um, what was the other thing? Oh, so flour as well. Yeah. Well, maybe you do kind of need. I mean, flour. I guess you can. Actually, you can't. I mean, flaxseed doesn't solve everything. You could, yeah, you could just eat bowls of like flaxseed, but it probably wouldn't be very enjoyable. Oh God, the nutrients though. Which is really great. Oh, it's so good for you. So yeah. So yeah, the flax egg. Flax egg. I'm going to try That's that. That's where it's at. That's something <laughs> I always, it will always be eggs we don't have or exactly. milk or something or it will be something like that. Exactly. That. Great. See, I knew that was going to be a good answer. <laughs> um, and if I was to have a business like yours, like it would be chaos. Like it would just, it would, everything, it would be a mess. Everything would go wrong. I would burn things, stuff. Like I wouldn't have the boom that you did. I'd have like a angry mob outside my house with pitchforks and being like you sold me a lemon um what's been your biggest bacon disaster and it doesn't have to be through simply donuts just in general okay so it was not through simply donuts I mean I've had a few of those but I tell this story quite often um my husband likes to embellish it and his version is wrong <laughs> so I have the correct version of events but when we first got married, I had, um, I bought a book by Betty Crocker. Do you get Betty Crocker over here? 
Um, I think we do, but I just, I think I just know okay. her from people. Yeah. Okay. I think, yeah, I know the name. I know the okay. name. So Betty Crocker is like you, it's a brand. And so you can get all sorts of like box mixes of cakes. And yeah. Sorry. I'm thinking, and... I'm thinking of that person um, that went to jail. In oh my America. gosh. What's she why, am I, why am I forgetting her name? Barbara. Bar- no, 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 not Barbara. What's oh her gosh. name? Oh, it's really good. Moira, Moira, Martha no, Stewart. Martha Stewart. <laughs> Moira. Moira. Martha, that's who I'm thinking of. Okay. No, Betty Cropper no. is like the box brownies and yes. mixes. And it, yes, we do All get that here, I think. Instant foods. So, Mythical. sorry, yes. sorry, Martha Stewart. <laughs> sorry, Martha Stewart. <laughs> sorry. So, Betty Crocker. So, you can get a cookbook of Betty Crocker. It's terrible. Oh, I'll just say that it's (laughs) really not good at all. And so I had that cookbook when we first got married and I decided to make a recipe out of it. He was at work. And so I was home and I was like, okay, this recipe sounds really weird. Maybe this is where my like weird combinations have come from, but it was a, um, a pear and onion, like casserole (laughs) thing I know I know and I was like well this could be awful but it could also be like amazing um you know what a weird combination let's try it and so I made that and also let me just preface this with I didn't know how to cook back then okay (laughs) I have taught myself since then this was like 11 years ago and so I did not know how to cook um but I tried really hard (laughs) And, That's the main thing. That's and I thing. tried, I really tried. And so I made this and it was just the most disgusting, soupy mess of no color because you imagine pears and white onions, like there is no color no. to that. And so it was just terrible. So oh, we ended random. up, I know. Such a random combo. I know. I know, it was not good. So yeah, so that was my baking disaster my main one. I've had many, but that was the one that sticks out as like just a, an early marriage fail. It just always stays with you. Yeah, it does. So we had takeout. Yeah, (laughs) quite right. Right. That's what takeout's for. It is. I know you're not an expert in Martha Stewart, but why did she go to jail? Because I've always wondered that. And I know it's always joked about in like, like comedy roasts and all that stuff. I actually don't understand why she went to jail. Did she actually go to jail? Is that just a joke? She did. She did. I want to say, and I feel like there's going to be a lot of people listening going, no, that was not it. But I feel like it was tax evasion. Oh, okay. I, I thought she like decked someone in the oh, street no. or something. That's no, what no. I thought. No, no. Oh, tax avoidance. Yeah, I we'd be surprised. I think it was that. Yeah. Happens, happens to all the big stars. Happens to the best of us. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> as we digress. <laughs> So let's unleash your food recommendations. Um, it's time for your food safari and you have chosen to go out for your starter, your main and your dessert. Where are you going and what are you ordering? Sure. Does this also include an after dinner drink? It Was does. that part of it too? It okay. does. I sometimes just ask that after because um, I oh. feel like I just talk for so long. I'm like, oh, no, 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 an after dinner drink. Okay. I'm oh, sorry. Okay. Well, I filled it in for you. Okay. It's okay. Thank you. You can, okay. you can be a co host next year. Yeah, time. no worries. Great. <laughs> so for this was really, really hard I to figure out. Um, and I have to say, the first place I have actually never been to, but I want to go. 
I love I love this I love this confidence I love we'll just preface it with that so um my starter would be from the kale yard have you ever been there okay I'm part of it I am not gonna pronounce where it's located because I will 100% butcher it. So I'm just going to leave it at that. So you can just look it up, <laughs> the okay. kale yard. Okay. I'm going to Google it and see where it is. <laughs> to be fair, I even asked my husband and he wasn't sure. And he is Scottish, by the way. So as an American, I'm just oh, not going to try. Yeah, so it's Aldern Nairn. But yeah, I'm not convinced. That's okay, so that... That I probably wouldn't have had a problem with. It's the house that it's part of. Oh, let me see the house. Because it's the restaurant of this, like, estate. Oh, the Walled Garden Both House? How did you pronounce it? Both? (laughs) Does it have an... Okay. Is it B-O-A-T-H? Is that what it is? Yeah, B-O-A-T-H. Maybe that's what my husband said, too. And I was like, I feel like that's too simple. But maybe... You never, I mean, us Scots, we are weird. Like, it's probably not even, it's probably, it's probably like, oh no, it's um, Mbule. I don't know, who knows? Something fancy. So anyway, so it's the kale yard at both. Both. And so, (laughs) and so I actually can't really see a full menu, but they did post one the beginning of August and they have a Thai fish cake and a watermelon salad. Mm. both which are right at my alley mm-hmm. so yes that is what I would order sounds amazing for my starter I love a watermelon salad always yes. something I've never tried and melon's not my favorite fruit I'm not gonna lie but I do like watermelon I would rather that than the normal one uh, I don't is it called a can can I don't know what I don't know <laughs> normal one there's like so many varieties of melons yeah. like the normal one the, the, normal, the yellow the one <laughs> the yellow one um but yeah I remember on TikTok there someone made I can't remember what, what someone was like oh I'm dying for sushi but all I had in the house was a watermelon so what I did was this and it basically chopped up <laughs> put the put the watermelon in soy sauce left it for like a day and then oh. to get out and like, it's like salmon and I was like just go out and buy sushi oh, no wait no I did see no I have seen something about that because well, you can get like was it someone some restaurant does like watermelon steaks yeah it's like it was that yes okay so wow. that girl is not the original that okay came up with that okay. there's another business that was, was doing that say, before tiktok's always ripping <laughs> off things aren't they <laughs> You steal people's voices to voice over them. Of course, people are going to steal ideas on there. You do. But I, yeah, I love a watermelon salad. So watermelon, mm. like halloumi, and then a balsamic mm. glaze. Oh, so That good. sounds great. Yeah. Oh, well, so when you, when you do eventually go, let me know. How that yes, is. I will. Great, great. So where are you going for your main? So I am a huge fan of staying home. <laughs> <laughs> No, I do love going out. The comedy timing there was great. (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate that. So I am a huge fan of staying home, but also like charcuterie boards. Mm -hmm. I love them so much. So my main would be either like a sharing box from Buy Platter or Wandering Breeze. Yes. So good. Both amazing businesses. Yes, totally. Really great. I had my part recently at an event and it was like a 
cheese board box mm. and I remember like just being like, oh yeah he's gonna have like a tiny bit of cheese yeah this was like a shader with three by eight at all but oh it's great and they did they, <laughs> they don't hold back and they like both of them by part and wandering gray is amazing and it's great that oh, wandering so grays good. have their um bit out at chapleton now i know i've not been so i need, I need to, go. to go i haven't been out yet but definitely yeah. so no, that, would be, that would be my choice because i uh, yeah, I just love charcuterie. That was from living in, I lived in Napa Valley for a year after my husband oh, and I got cool. married. So wine country in California, like, oh, I mean, I know, I know. And so that was what you often did. Like everyone went out to dinner all the time and you had amazing wine. Hence why I have wine tonight. And then you would all just share food. My husband doesn't like to share food with me. And so this is the only way no. <laughs> to share <laughs> But no, otherwise I do just love, I love a charcuterie board. Oh, what's like your top, like top cheese that needs to be on that board? Do you have one? Ooh, I don't think I could tell you that. No, not because it's a secret, but just, yeah. You'd say one, you'd be like, oh no, actually no, this, oh no, this one. (laughs) I know, I'm at, oh no, I love brie. I really love brie, like a lot. Oh, great, 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 great. (laughs) And uh, what about dessert? Okay, so I know that you said in the brief for this that we were pausing time and going to different places. Yeah. However, I'm going to also time travel while we're at it. I love this. Great. <laughs> is, that, is that all right? <laughs> There's no rules. You okay, do what you like, as long as it's in Scotland. <laughs> it is. I mean, hopefully not Scotland, like 1880, <laughs> like <laughs> Outlander time. Period. I want, to, yeah. <laughs> So no, so I love sticky toffee pudding. Oh yes, yes, yes. And so I would go back to Edney Arms. <laughs> it was still oh, open. Yeah. I get some sticky toffee pudding. I know that there's lots of places that do it, but I feel like that's where I would have to go if I have the ability to stop time and also time travel. So yes, I love sticky toffee because I am not from here but my family lived here for 11 years and now I've been here for another five years on top of that and my husband's Scottish um it just is like a taste of home for me because this is this is home for me yeah and so whenever I lived away it was always like oh sticky toffee what I would do for just I think it is that thing that like even I was actually listening to another podcast today and they were talking about sticky toffee and they were saying like you have to go to Scotland for a sticky toffee because it's never it's never yeah. as good anywhere else because there's just something that we do up here like my like everyone's got their own knack to it as well I think that's why it's so hard to find like the best one yeah but um like my mom like when she makes it she whizzes up all the dates and stuff so there's actually no dates in it well okay. there is dates in it but you don't taste them um yeah. and then the sauce is like super thick but then other places do it really runny and um yeah. there's a place um melt I don't you know melt the place mm-hmm. at the veggie places so yeah. they when they opened up the restaurant they had their own taken a stick of food in and it was That's heaven okay. it mm-hmm. was good it was like it was like you know that toffee sauce you get in a jar yeah in a can sorry yeah. it was like they used like it was like they recreated that mm-hmm. and it was like oh it was it was fantastic but Howie's Howie's might sort it for you for a stick of food in. I mean one. it's not that I've not had any good because there are just yeah you know it, it's you can throw a stone and you'll find yeah. some sticky toffee and so but I'm like if I'm just if I'm gonna say sticky toffee I'll just go 
go be there to the original oh, so. yeah the original source <laughs> yes i think it's that thing as well any any eatery that has arms at the end of it you know you're going to get a good stick yeah totally you just know, you just know. totally love it <laughs> and is your drink a glass of sticky toffee sauce <laughs> some type of cocktail that has <laughs> sticky toffee in it oh that'd be awful um very thick <laughs> yes it would be <laughs> i know so for an after dinner drink i i do like cocktails but i just i mean i've already mentioned wine several times in this <laughs> recording um but i just i really love a glass of wine i did not like wine for the longest time until i moved to california and then it's kind of non-negotiable you're not allowed to live okay. in northern california if you don't like wine <laughs> so Got like a wine passport <laughs> yes, yes. Like you've so, only you've only had a sparkling. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, to be fair, the reason I did start liking it was that I really needed to get a job. And so I started working at a winery. Oh, and okay. so you have to taste the wine and you have to sell the wine. And I'm sorry, but the wine I was selling was the best wine I've ever had. $80 a bottle. I can't afford that, but it yeah. was I miss it every day of my life. And so I would have a glass of wine for my after dinner drink somewhere like the coffee apothecary or figment. Just mm -hmm. like, I love having a glass of wine in a coffee shop, yeah. just super chill. So that's where so, I would I mean, end all, the all the aromas like pull in as well. I think when you're having it in a coffee shop, definitely. That's what I always love yeah. about Figment is that they sell wine. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone and that's in there is also like really chill because yeah. that's, you're going there just to kind of sit and relax and chat. And no so, judgment. No judgment. Yeah. So people like, oh, this is a coffee establishment. You can't have wine. Exactly. Like, People just take it. It's great. Exactly. <laughs> and in your in your wine days of working at the is it a vineyard vineyard is that what? a winery 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 yeah. did you get any like celebrity guests coming for tours or anything we probably did but since I was eventually fired from that job oh. <laughs> just purely because of my my lack of wine knowledge yeah <laughs> like Kendall it's it's not working you keep giving people water <laughs> surprising since I didn't even like wine before I started working there so yes we absolutely did get celebrities but I would not have been privileged enough yeah. to meet them yeah. <laughs> like Kendall we need you to go to the store room for something yes. exactly exactly <laughs> don't know if it's a, a Scottish thing whenever like I'm speaking to anyone who's from America I just assume mm -hmm. that they see celebrities all the time I'm like do you meet any famous people but it's it's a massive place of course you don't like yeah and I'm not I'm not from California like my parents are um and we lived there because my husband was going to go to culinary school which he ended up oh, not doing so we just lived there for fun yeah and so but no I'm from the east coast so I'm from Richmond Virginia so like two hours south of Washington DC and so we don't have a lot of celebrities there just the president that I know <laughs> that you of don't anyway. see. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that I met. <laughs> <laughs> Great food choices. And I love that you spun it on its head and did a wee time travel. I like, <laughs> I like that a lot. I really do. So that takes us to our final question. And for me, whenever I'm cooking or getting through the mammoth tower of dishes, I need to have a good playlist on. What is that song that gets you into the baking zone when you're busy with uh, simply donuts orders? So I feel like this is the best way to end it just because we literally just talked about 
celebrities, but I love the song Rockstar by A Great Big World. Oh, I, that doesn't, I'm, I'm sorry. Don't be, oh, wow, <laughs> I really wow. caught you off guard there. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what that song is. Why does that song make your list? Is it just I, always do it for you? I don't know. I'm, I'm also a musician. And so <clears throat> I don't know if maybe that's part of it, that maybe there's like this just secret dream inside myself to be a rock star. <laughs> I mean, I've been a vocalist for years. That is, oh, that's cool. my instrument. And so, I don't know. It's just so happy. I don't know. I just, just love feel it. Good. A nice yeah, feel good. It is. Uh, so if I ever hear that song blading through Aberdeen, I'll be like, oh, she must be baking. <laughs> She's baking. She's baking. Yes. <laughs> great. Oh, amazing. Well, that was such a great chat. And I loved hearing all of the backstory of Simply Donuts and how it all started and just your overall ethos. I could speak to you all day. It's amazing. Aww, really love it. Um, well, actually, I said it was going to be my final question, but I've actually just thought of another one that I'm going to ask. Sure. If there was anyone listening who's putting off starting their own dream business, whether it be bakery or just anything, what would be the kind of word of encouragement you would say to give them the final nudge to go do it? Mm, gosh, that's a really good question. I think if you're going to start a business, just make sure that you have your cheerleaders around you. I think that that's just one of the most important parts, um, you know, people who can build you up, who, people who, who will be honest with you about um, what you're doing, that really just want to see you succeed. Um, and also just know that you're going to make mistakes and it's all right. Um, but you're also going to have just being self-employed is the most amazing journey. I love it so much. It's so hard but it's so so good but yeah have your have your team of cheerleaders around you love that yeah. always positive I love it <laughs> so good so that takes us to the end of the episode and I think it's been amazing you having you on and it's amazing having a business like yours in Aberdeen and mm -hmm. just I think you touched on it earlier but I do really think that people did really do really love your brand because it gives them excitement it's that they want to get the order in. They want to be the first to get it. They want to get it so they can wow their friends and family and stuff. And I think it really has kept a lot of people going through. Mm -hmm. And just a nice bit of positive, yeah. positive thing for everyone to look at and keep so seeing. Funny. Even, even little old me who didn't have them for so long, it was so nice Aww. to see everyone enjoying them. And it builds the excitement to be like, oh, well, yeah. I'll get it one day. I'll get it one day. <laughs> and you know what? I did. Oh, I'm <laughs> I so did. glad. Thank you. That's so but lovely. No, thank you so much for joining me. And I, you'll right. definitely see me at your garage door soon. Amazing. <laughs> <for another> order. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> definitely. Right. We'll see you soon. See ya. Bye-bye. Sometimes this hour window really isn't long enough. And I could have really spoke to Kendall all night. What a positive energy positive attitude towards life just amazing to speak to and inspiring to hear how the whole story started when i'm doing this podcast i really do just love hearing the backstories to all these different brands that i'm speaking to how they came to be where they're going and what they're up to and it's just so nice to meet the people behind the brands and that's why i love doing this podcast kendall said a lot of things that rung true to me there and i know for me i am the worst at overloading myself August has been rammed with everything. A lot of things have happened in August, as everyone is. Everyone's busy. Sorry, my stomach's rumbling if you can hear that. August is usually a busy month for me anyway, and September is looking like a busy month again with a few things that are on the cards. So what do I do? I decide to record this podcast, but 
in all seriousness, I know I need to look at how busy I am and all the things I take on, but what Kendall said about kind of prioritizing and balance is key. And it's something I'm learning to do here, there, and every day. But we'll get there one day. I'm not doing it right now, but one day we will. But it is something that I stand by and my friends will laugh at me because I say this all the time when I'm drunk. I usually do a little voice memo to camera. Time is currency. Spend it wisely. Spend it with who you want to spend it with. Spend on things that you want to spend on and just make sure you're happy at the end of the day. And it's just how we need to do things. I think life is short. If this past year, two years nearly, has taught us anything, is that you can't take anything for granted. If you're currently in an office job but you want to be a butcher, go be a butcher. If you're sitting at home playing your guitar, singing away, and you wish you could just make music all the time, make music. Yes, obviously you can't quit your day job and just have nothing lined up and have no money, but if you have some sort of support around you and you've got means and you can make things happen, make it happen. What's stopping you? The amount of things that have come my way, not just in the time of me doing my blog, but in life in general, if I sat and if I cared about what people thought about me, I wouldn't get out of bed. I really wouldn't. But you've just got to go and do what you want to do. So anyone listening who is dreaming of owning their own business or dreaming of writing a blog or doing whatever, just do it because at the end of the day you're always going to be wondering what if and if it doesn't work out, that's fine, at least you tried. So I'm going to stop with this motivational speaking. I don't take life too seriously at the best times so this feels very out of character to me but everyone just take stock of what you're doing and just be you. That's all you can be, can't you? So thank you once again for joining me tonight or this morning, afternoon or in your shower, wherever you listen. But I'll see you next time for more food chats and we'll see who else we get on the podcast. Like, follow, subscribe, ring the bell. You know how it all works. In the meantime, stay safe, eat well and speak soon.